0: Welcome to this episode of the Brand Story Break Room. I'm your host, Steve Gilman, and my co-host is Lindsay Lachlan. Hi, Lindsay.
1: Hey, Steve. How are you?
0: Good. I'm great. I'm having a blast doing these with you, and we've gotten a really nice response from our audience on these short episodes. And today, I think what we intend to do is just come and, and do what we usually do when we take breaks, is sit and talk about whatever's on our mind from a marketing and brand perspective and just sort of throw it around for a minute. I love it. I usually ask you to go first because I guess that's what hosts do, but I thought today I would steal the spotlight, jump in and start talking about what I brought just because I'm excited about it. Oh, please do. And then uh, we, can, we can just bat things back and forth. So one of the things that you and I talk about this like a, a good deal, but one of the things I think about a lot and end up talking with clients and other marketers about is consistency. And, you know, it's – I hope everyone isn't tuning out right now because consistency doesn't sound like the sexiest, most fun topic to think about. But in marketing and in brand, I think it's one of those things that pays off big time over time. And I don't mean, you know, the kind of consistency that you hear about all the time where you're just posting on social media on some calendar three times a week or four times a week. I mean – real consistency like the consistency of knowing who you are being who you are knowing what you offer and who it's for knowing what you stand for and then what you consistently do for the customer and how you help them and what problem you solve for them so I think that's incredibly important and I, I have a bunch of stuff I want to say about it but I know I know that's a big thing for you as well
1: it is and I think you know something that you just said is so key to this, you know, it's, it's not about talking, you know, Oh, let's be on social media every day. We have to have a post and check it off our list. That's not really what we mean by consistency here. Um, and I think it's so important what you just said about knowing who you are and being that everywhere, being that consistently.
0: Yeah. I think, I think, you know, trying to be flavor of the week or jump on every trend or, try new things all the time to the point that you just don't have a through line is a real danger for marketers because, you know, where they're creative and they want to experiment. But for a consumer to trust a brand, and if you think about the brands you love and trust, one of the things they're great at is being consistent. They're consistent in how they treat you. They're consistent in what they say about themselves, and they're consistent in what they care about.
1: And I think it's something that has always stood out to me too is you know, I've seen companies and, and brands out there that to them consistency means let's run the exact same creative on every single platform and personalizing for the platform means that, you know, on social media, we add an emoji to the end of it. <laughs> um, that's also not really what we mean by consistently. Um, but it's it's what's at the heart of those messages, right? Like. Who are you talking to? What are you saying? How are you making those connections and doing it authentically and across the board? So it's not that, you know, every day we have something scheduled, but it's how can we, with each touch point we have with our audience, how can we make sure that we're, you know, singing from the same song sheet?
0: Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. You know, I tend to really look at things from a brand point of view. And what I love about talking with you and working with you is that you always... Can see how you're going to oper- operationalize something and, and the marketing side of any kind of brand effort, you see it instantly. And that's a great way to look at it um, because it isn't just about taking the same message and running it all the time and adding an emoji to it now and then. But with brand, you know, when you think of a brand that you love, any brand that you love, like a Patagonia or Coke or any brand. You know, their consistency does a few things for them. When they're consistent across time, it really builds trust with their customers because they say they're going to act a certain way. They say they care about a certain thing. And then they demonstrate it over and over again. There may be a million variations on how they demonstrate it. They may have different ways of saying how they demonstrate it and communicating it. But what stays consistent is what they care about and how they treat you. And that's what builds trust.
1: Absolutely. From a leadership perspective, how do you feel that consistency and, and being true to who you are as a brand flows through your organization internally so that it can then be reflected externally to your audience and to your consumer?
0: Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> that's like <laughs> one of the biggest missing pieces of the puzzle in brand is, you know, you can have the best brand position. And you can be ready to execute it and go start executing externally, but if you haven't put the same work internally, and you don't treat your people and treat each other with the same values that you expose in your, you know, external communication, it just won't work. Mm-hmm. So you know, from a leadership point of view, making sure that you walk the walk, and you know, you can't just say what you think people want to hear in brand. You have to be transparent about who you really are and you have to be for certain things and against others, and you have to have the integrity to really live the position that you're putting out in the world. So I think from a leadership point of view, it's incredibly important because usually when you see a disconnect around brand, it's because the culture doesn't support what the brand wants to say about itself.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think. That's a great point. If how people are treated in your organization and the business decisions that you make and the internal communication don't align with who you say you are, your your customers are going to experience that as well.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of brands say they care about people and then lay off a ton of them. It's not a great look. <laughs> no. You know, and then you know that comes to trust. If you if a if your customers see you treating or sense that you're treating your employees badly and they're supposed to, you know, rely on you for great service and a great experience, often they won't trust that they're going to get that and they're probably not getting treated with respect and getting treated well by the most consumer facing people in the company because those people aren't being treated well by the company. So it really does matter to put your money where your mouth is.
1: Yeah, it's a domino effect for sure. And then really that building that trust really lays the foundation for building brand loyalty.
0: Yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> 100%. You know, and, and when you're trying to build an emotional connection with consumers by delivering on whatever promise it is that your brand delivers, it has to be authentic. You can't fake your, your, what you care about and be consistent about faking it enough to actually engage with people. So it, it's always astounded me to see companies try to do that, and see brands try that. It never works because you can't fool people about who you really are.
1: It'll come out in some form or fashion. Sure will, won't it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I think you know the next time anybody that's listening is working on messaging, any kind of messaging, you know, uh, always remember to go back to what the brand stands for. That's key and consistency around that is key. And you deliver that consistent when you deliver messages like that consistently, you actually build trust and create those emotional connections.
1: That's such a great point, Steve. I think that's that's so helpful to keep in mind. And like you said, from a messaging perspective and all the way through, you know, whatever business decisions you're working on or things you're rolling out to your team, just knowing your why and who you are and and keeping that top of mind.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be hard to to help people as a brand if you don't know who you are and what your North mm-hmm. star is. Right. So what do you bring for us to talk about? I want, I can't wait to hear what you want to, what you want to chop up today.
1: Yeah. So I think people that maybe I'm connected with on LinkedIn probably won't be surprised about this because this is something I talk about a lot. Um, it's something I'm really passionate about, but it's about knowing your audience and speaking to your audience, making connections with them and making sure that you remember that your marketing and your messaging is about your audience and not about you. So I, it cracks me up sometimes whenever I see, you know, ads out there and it's just a list of product features and it's a hard sell and it's all about the company. Um, and there's no connection trying to be made with the audience. And I was talking with someone recently and they said, you know, that they ran into something similar, even with a product demo, um, that they were forced to go through online for a product they were interested in. And the person giving the demo did not ask them a single question about what their needs were, what problems they had. They didn't try to personalize the demo at all to how the product could meet the needs of, you know, that person. Um, it was just product features. Um, and I feel like that's something that happens a lot in marketing. It's really easy because, you know, you know, yourself, you know, your, your product, you know, what feature stakeholders want to see in messaging. And so that's the default. Uh, I think a lot of times in marketing versus remembering who we're talking to, what problems do you know, does our audience have, what are we helping solve for them? Um, and then really positioning your product or service for your audience.
0: Yeah. You know, I think it's it's almost sometimes missed in just the enthusiasm of delivering a message around your product or your service. You mm-hmm. know, people forget that consumers are, are centered around their needs and they aren't sitting around waiting for your message thinking about you know, oh, I can't wait to get a message from this brand or (laughs) this service. And I, you know, they don't care about what you care about. So, you know, I think a lot of times marketers just get tunnel vision and they start putting out messages from their point of view and they forget that the audience is the one that really decides whether or not your message is good.
1: 100%. And I think, you know, from the marketing perspective, yeah, you absolutely get excited about it. You also... Know all of the work that went into being able to deliver this product or service that you offer and how great it is. And you probably are really passionate about how it's going to help people, but you get so hung up on the side uh, or the point of view of what you bring to it, um, because that's, that's the part that you see. And I think it's so important to just always remind ourselves, who is it that we're talking to? Those people care more about their why than our why. So it's our job to try to reflect their why back to them, um, while talking about you know how our product or service will help. Like the customer is always the hero of the story, no matter what. Our job is to be the person or you know the guide who shows them the the path to the solution, which inevitably will be our product or service. Um, but we need to keep the audience as the hero.
0: There's a lot of reasons it goes sideways, you know, um, out there in the the marketing and communications world and sometimes it's because of stakeholders and people trying to market by committee um, because we people do fall in love with their own features and benefits and you know the more people you get in the room the more they think well people care about our features and benefits that's what they really care about and they almost forget to speak like human beings and to solve problems that are emotional for the customer and to come at it from their point of view so i really feel like that's the job of of a great marketer is to translate you know into the audience's language so that they care about it not you know the company's point of view is out there in an ad and or out there in a message because it we've all seen plenty of it and it doesn't really work
1: oh 100% and i think also realizing too that every message we put out doesn't need to be end all be all right so a lot of marketing messages the purpose should be to get people's attention to start to make that connection with people so that they take some sort of action. And That action might be that they go onto our website and then that's where there's more detail with product features and benefits and things like that. But we don't need to have each standalone piece try to tell the entire you know story of this product.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. You, you never need to see a billboard with bullet points, right? <laughs>
1: And we've seen way too many of those,
0: haven't we? <laughs> we've seen a few, you know, or, or an ad with uh, with a list, a long list. Those mm-hmm. always work. So, yeah, I think you make a great point. And I know, I've you know, I've heard you talk about this over and over again. And I think that's one of the things that I've seen you be so great at helping people translate um, is to take, you know, the, the things that businesses are so passionate about and have worked so hard on. But to translate them and turn them around to the customer's point of view so that they can find their way to seeing that it's a solution for them instead of just being told how it solves their problem.
1: Absolutely. And I think that makes the conversation a little bit more two-way and not talking at people or talking down to people, which nobody likes.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. I love that. Is there anything else you want to say about that one? Because that is, I think we could talk about that all day.
1: No, I don't think so. I think I would tend to just (laughs) ramble on about it. It's something that, yeah, I get a little, I get a little excited about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're very passionate about that. And I think it's great because, you know, it's one of those things that's, it's so important to remember. And it's, as you move forward, forward, trying to get messages out, it's sometimes the most crucial thing that will just kill any kind of marketing messaging if that isn't kept top of mind. So thank you for bringing that up. I love
1: that. Oh, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Lindsay and I take a break and bat around some marketing and brand ideas together today. This is basically what we do, and we just thought we'd start including you all. And uh, I think it's a great break from our longer-form interviews. We have more of those coming up soon um, with other great experts. And um, Lindsay and I will be back with other... Mm -hmm marketing and brand thoughts and other brands to talk about and highlight and uh and we really appreciate everyone listening
1: and we'd love to hear what you think so please join the conversation connect with us on linkedin um steve and i are both on linkedin and so is gravity uh you may have even seen this podcast on linkedin so let us know what you think and if there's anything you would add.
0: want to hear more inspiring stories subscribe on your preferred podcast app so you don't miss an episode and if you like what we're doing please rate review and share it's the best way to support us Thank you for listening to Brand Story.